<laughs> yeah, it's Redneck on PKA. Look at that. You <laughs> dropped the ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, so we were just getting into Battlefield 3 alpha version. Wings has it, and uh, apparently he sent me some screenshots. Apparently he's beasting over there. Let's talk about it, man. What do you know so far? What are you thinking? Well, it's basically it's just one map. You know, it's like a stress test, that whole kind of deal. And, you know, that thing. Is there anything in particular you want me to talk about or just what I've noticed? Like, you want me to hit the flaws or the cons first? Or You said something interesting about no drop shotting, but... You can dive to prone drop shot? Yeah, you can, like, you can, if you're running, which mm-hmm. is W and shift, and you and you go to prone and you press Z, you can dive right into, in, into a drop shot, and you can do it that way, or you can dive behind cover or whatnot. But if you just press Z and hit the ground, the guy has to reposition himself and pick his gun back up. So you can't just, like, straight up drop shot from flat-footed with that and expect to win a gunfight. So... I mean, you've played the game, I don't know, I'm going to guess a couple hours now, right? You haven't had it for ages. You think that's a better mechanic? Like, off the bat, I hear no drop shot, and maybe I'm just resistant to change, but I think, oh, I don't, I miss drop shot. I like drop shot. Well, personally, I, my opinion, they should take prone completely out of the game. Really? Really? It, it, Dude, it, that's funny, because I, I remember the day you got Halo, you were like, you know, how do I lay down? How do you, you, you wanted to, like, go prone. And Kyle's like, Wings, you're a seven-foot-tall super soldier who can jump 18 feet in the air, and you want to lay on your belly? <laughs> like, that's not Halo. And and now you're in Battlefield, and you're like, hey, I miss my prone. So what do you think? Well, the, the, the fact is, because the difference between Halo is 4v4. Battlefield, you get much larger numbers, and with much larger numbers, people are more intent to lay on their belly in bushes. I think it's 6v6 in Halo. It's 4v4. It depends on the playlist, really. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. It, so, um, in, in Battlefield, you're saying that what was it? There's a ton of people in it. There's bigger maps and yeah, there's bigger maps. There's larger weapons. There's more areas to hide in than Halo. Mm-hmm. And it, it tends to be a camp fest. It's like World War One right now. You have the attacking team in their trench, the defending team in their trench. Nobody wants to get out of their trench because they're scared they're going to get shot. Oh mm-hmm. my god! And the fact is, the maps are so big. Like, picture Battlefield Bad Company Two. I know you've played it, Woody. Picture I that map it. with a sniper leg on his belly. Oh, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, because it. Um, one of the issues with Battlefield is that you know I think did you invent the term bush wookie? I know it's really widespread, but I didn't invent it. No. Oh, it's... okay. Well, I heard it first from you. So, um. But yeah, in Bad Company, it's really tempting to sort of stay in the way back and snipe. And while there's a bullet drop, it's pretty easy to compensate. You know, you shoot about a head distance above their head, and uh, you'll ping them right off. And oh, there's, and anyway, it gets better. It's not the snipers that are the problem. It's the support guys, because the machine guns have bipods on them that are fully operational now. So you can bipod your weapon down and pretty much have hardly any recoil whatsoever. Uh-oh. And you can do know, it in prone. I know what I'm using. Mm-hmm. And the, the support guys get the infinite ammo. <laughs> for for all the for all the Call of Duty fanboys like myself, what uh, do you think this game will really turn them on into buy, wanting to buy it? It's a fun fucking game. It is. I mean, with that aside, if you can, people are going to find angles on there. There's going to be. 
uh, end all be all route that somebody can take and get behind and get the grenades off and such. Um, um, but the fact is, I, it, maybe it's because everybody knows the map now because I've been playing the same map for like two days now, so everybody knows where to look. It gets kind of hard, especially with in the alpha, because the squad doesn't really work half the time. Like you, sometimes you're allowed to squad spawn, sometimes you're not allowed to squad spawn. And that, if you if you get one of the servers where you're not allowed the squad spawn, you have people just aim down sight at the only place you can spawn at, and that sucks. And as yeah. soon as you come out, you're an orange triangle and you're getting destroyed. Yeah, but, now, explain but, the orange triangle deal to, for us COD fanboys. What what is that? Well, when you get an orange triangle put on your head, it means you've been spotted. Anybody on your team can spot somebody on on the PlayStation on the on the on the Alpha. The the Q key does it. Yeah. And what it does, you spot somebody, you have a big orange triangle above your guy's head that the enemy team can see that lets them know where you're moving at, be it in a building, anywhere for five seconds. It's kind of like calling a guy out, except instead of you know shouting out his location, you mark him. And it even works through walls and stuff, doesn't it? So that's like that. that's, that's kind of like in line with the, on the home front then, with that little thing that flies around and marks people. Kind of. Kind of just exactly like that, but you do it with your gun. So you can aim at somebody, mark them, and it'll mark anybody around the mount. It's got like a splash damage effect. Oh, uh, okay. And it's it's pretty much death if you're anywhere behind, but behind a rock. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Huh. So how's the game playing? Like, so, all right, I, I want to come clean, right? Some guys get mad at me. I'm not really a Battlefield expert. You know, I, I played Bad Company. I don't know how much time I have on it. I'll say like eight or 12 hours or something. I'm not really... I haven't put a ton of time into it, but it's really big. It's kind of vehicle heavy. It's it's not it's all gun on gun. <laughs> it how does it play? Like how excited are you about this game? I'm very excited about the game. I mean, I'm going to buy this game. I'm going to enjoy the shit out of it. Do I think it's going to be the end all be all FPS? No. It probably gonna, it's probably going to be more of a PC game for the long run than a console game. It's probably going to have about the same lifespan as a Bad Company Two or a any other Battlefield game on the consoles itself. And a lot of that probably is going to come from the lack of servers on the consoles compared to the PC where you can pretty much pick where you want to play at and how, and you can adjust the rules and whatnot. Um, the game itself, it plays almost like Call of Duty PC wise. Um, what do you very, mean by that? Very fluently. It responds very quickly. The hit detection is on par with Modern Warfare 2. Any, where you aim at is where the bullet's going at. There, as far as I can tell, there's no bullet drop in this game. Like there's the bullet drop mechanics completely gone. I haven't used the recon kit though at all. But like for like the light machine guns, the assault rifles, things of that nature, very good. But the maps itself are really large. At least the one that you're allowed to play. And like um, I'm recently started posting beast gameplays mainly because I've been unlocking like the ACOG sites where I can actually see people. One of the big problems I've been having is the fact that you know they have the World War II trench mentality where you got two teams sitting prone and you're trying to shoot somebody probably like half a mile away. All you see is his orange triangle. You can't really make him out laying on the rock. I, I see that in the... Like when uh, Call of Duty releases a map pack, usually my first impression is like, oh my gosh, this thing is so campy. You can't move around. Everyone's sitting in windows waiting. But then you give the map pack two or three weeks and, and two things happen. Like I think... People get tired of camping, and then I learned to navigate the map a little better and how to avoid those problems. I'm guessing the same thing will happen in Battlefield. Like, right now, they're 
trench warfaring shooting across, but after a while, people come out of their holes. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I okay. mean, Bad Company 2 at this point is still a camp fest. And a lot of that has to do with if you get good players on the team, they're going to stomp on the other team, just like Call of Duty. Like if you get me and like three other guys that know what they're doing, you're going to run up, we're going to get the bombs, the other team ain't going to have no chance to do it because they're too busy trying to get the bush wookie on, the bush monster <laughs> in the back. Yeah. And that's that, the way it's going to roll, just like every other Battlefield game. That, that's why I took the second one back within three days of buying it. <laughs> I can't handle it. <laughs> it this, I, game, yeah. it's, this game is pretty much dead set or going to where. I think the big end-all be-all is going to be the Conquest mode, though. Explain that. What is what is Conquest? For Conquest those? is basically domination. But in Conquest, if you have to... You're, the object isn't to trap them. You can take all the domination points and push them back to their home spawn. You get two free spawns that you always spawn at, called uh-huh. your home base. And there's fat flag capture points. If you have command of the flag capture points, the enemy team's ticket go by, down by one. If you kill somebody on the enemy team, their tickets go down by one. First team to zero loses. And what? Explain the ticket deal because I'm lost on that. Too. I just did. I mean, but what? So, so like, here I'll explain. Right, like, so you know domination where when you own these points. It, yeah. uh, it it causes the other team to lose tickets. And another thing that causes them to lose tickets is when they die, right? So they're sitting there, like, defending, defending, and, oh, wait, wait, I'm, I'm doing it wrong. Wings, do it better than me. So, so you're defending, no, you're, and they only... Right. Oh, did if, I have if, it right? All right. If, your team, if anybody on your team dies, you lose a ticket. You start with 200-some 200, 200 tickets apiece. I got you. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Every and, death counts as a ticket if you're... If you are if you don't command the flags, like, you, like, say, there's four flags, if you don't have three of the four... You lose a ticket every like five seconds. If you got, if you both got two flags, only the deaths count. All right, yeah, all right. So if you control more of the map, that's one way to win. You could control less of the map, but slay so effectively that you could still win. But that's you know tricky to do. Yes, and I've seen that done. I've seen people one base just outslay the other team. (laughs) Right, but you're. Yeah, you're you're working against yourself, right? You're you're better off, you know, having more than one part of the map. Like it seems to me, the strategy would be this: own more flags than them, and then let them come to you and win yeah. both the the ground war and the the yeah, TV. Basically, conquest. Shoot, shoot them as they run to the flags. Yeah, exactly. You know, you've got what they want, so you can yeah. you know set yourself up and and win. Do you guys want to hear the downside so far of the of the alpha? I do. Well. From what it seems like, um, there's a, it freezes a lot, obviously. I mean, that's well, been a major problem. Right, and I, I just want to jump up. I think we all problems. understand that that's an alpha thing, right? That's normal. Yeah. And another alpha problem, which I've talked it up to, is you can shoot through some of the materials that you normally wouldn't think you'd be able to shoot through, such as rocks, mounds of dirt, map. Uh, I've heard you, about that. I've heard, you know, about getting shot through rocks and stuff. But again, that's... An alpha another thing, alpha right? It's supposed to be buggy. It's a good thing that they're doing an alpha, otherwise these things oh, might make their way into change. the release. Here's a big change in the Battlefield world. You only can spawn on your squad leader now. Uh, so, for for guys who haven't played Bad Company... Well, wait a minute. So, Alright, so in Bad Company, this is the deal. Um, when you spawn... You can either choose, like, a... Is it a random spawn point, or a back-in-your-base spawn point, or back you can spawn... Base. On anybody right, so in your squad. Yeah. yeah, so back in your base, or you can spawn on people in your squad. 
So, um, you know, if there's a guy in your squad who's pushed forward already, which is especially nice because the maps are gigantic, if there's a guy who's pushed forward already, you can spawn right on top of him. And now there'll be two of you working together. The downside of that, the reason you might not do it every single time, is that, you know, that guy can be in a lot of hot water. You know, he might be on the edge of death if he's the most forward guy. So you need to, you know, choose your spawn carefully. The upside is you have a little control over it. Like, if you're in Call of Duty, I think we've all been spawn trapped before. Sometimes you spawn into a, a terrible situation and it's not really your fault. In the Battlefield series, since you choose where you spawn, it's you, know, you often have some uh, you know some say. If you spawn on a guy and die right away, well then you made a bad choice. It's not just you know bad luck like Call of Duty. Having said that, <laughs> it's not that hard to camp spawns. It seems even easier to like get behind a well-known spawn point in Bad Company Two anyway and just wait for them to come to life there. Hmm. Yeah, camping spawns is something Conquest is notorious for because you can literally beat them back into their base. You can go all the way back. And in um, in Call of Duty, if you're aiming down sights at a spawn point, the, you know, Call of Duty has a couple things that that um, determine where you spawn from. And I know the demo spawns are especially bad. But um, oh, yeah. if you're if you're aiming down sights at a spawn point, typically no one will spawn there. You know, I know there's exceptions, but most of the time that doesn't happen. In Battlefield, <laughs> that's not one of the things it considers, at least Bad Company 2. You can sit there aiming down sights at a spawn point, and guys will come to life in front of it, and it's it's kind of a, a mess. But Or uh, you, can, like, both park, have their... you can park vehicles over spawn points and make it so they only have one spawn point. <laughs> uh, when you when you get <laughs> shot and you're dead, is there a, is no there like a mandatory spawn delay? Yes, there's a mandatory spawn delay. There's no kill cam whatsoever. The spawn delay is very minimal. By the time you get through your kill, your death animation, you have like two seconds for your to pick a spawn, and there you go again. And how does it? How does uh, like changing loadouts or classes? How does that work? Um, when you when you after you die, let's say deploy squad and and um and customize. You go to customize. You get your four kits. You can customize the loadout there. That you can put you can change out your barrels. You can change out optics. You can put bipods on. Put flashlights on. The whole nine. Snipers now have a downside that if if the guy sits too still too long with the sniper, the sun glints off his scope and gives away his position. Oh, that's cool. That that is nice. I'm that's a neat mind. idea. Yeah, that's really is. cool. Um, how did you get the alpha? I actually asked for somebody. I asked for it on Twitter when it first came out. I'm like who? I, I actually offered money. I'm like, I got cash money. Whoever can give me an alpha code, and. Uh-huh. Somebody said their PC couldn't run it, and he gave me his uh, his code. Clutch. I think my PC could run. I know you've got a beastly PC. How how's how are you finding um, Fraps while playing it? I'm not recording it at all because that's uh, pretty much instant channel gone on YouTube. I, I get that, but you haven't even tried it. I haven't even tried it. I mean, there's reason. No, really, no reason. I'm I'm playing it mainly to one. Get the get the get the first comers advantage, and two, mm-hmm. just to have the information for later. I mean, like if somebody came up, Woody, I'll let you play Modern Warfare Three right now if you can't record it. But you can't record it. Would you say no? Oh no, absolutely. I would. I would. I do it. I'd be all over it. One, so that you know we can give people. You know, some people come to YouTubers and, and have an interest in what the game is like early. Like this is breaking news. I feel like we're on the scene at some you know big event. We can yeah. tell people about Battlefield Three you know early, and that's an advantage too. And then the other part of it is when say the beta comes out and all of a sudden we're allowed to use footage. 
I'll, I would be smarter than I otherwise would be. You know, I wouldn't be a first day beta user like the rest of the world is. You know, I'd have some insight to share because of my experience. So I would love to get on the alpha. All right, one last thing on the Battlefield Three: it has the best transfers ever. What do you, what's a transfer? Like you remember in Bad Company, you take take two cart crates and it, it the black would slowly move up and open up a new part of the map. Not this thing. The fucking jets come by and just missile the fucking ground and derail a subway train, and you just jump in when the subway train's burning and shit, and just kill one to the next things. Huh. Is that like a, a cutscene or? It, it it doesn't cut. It does it in game live. Like you could just take the base and the jets will come by, boom, and you still be fighting and it'll kill anybody near it. it it's crazy sweet. Um, I'm trying to think. So, snipers give away your position even if you're not spotted. That's cool. How's the the speed of the game? Right in battle in Bad Company Two. Look, people hate it when I compare games to COD, but I can't stop. And I think it's a language we all understand. Bad Company Two, because of the size of the maps, it it can be a little slower in between gunfights compared to a Call of Duty game. Is it the same pace? Same pace, yeah. I mean, they have they don't have as big as a spawn delay, so it's a little faster than Bad Company Two, and the guns kill a lot fast, a lot faster than Bad Company Two. Um, there's probably one or maybe even two less bullets per kill. Like um, normally, in like Bad Company Two, if you had an assault rifle, you got one maybe two kills, where you can easily get four kills on Bad Com- on Battlefield Three because they do so much more damage. Is do, do you get a reward? Is there any type of reward? For like you know, beasting on people and getting like kill streaks, so to speak. You get points. You get uh, combat ribbons. So as far as you know, somebody like me is used to COD only. No, there's no, no kill streaks. Kill streaks are on the map. You just got to get in and drive them. You talking about the vehicles? Yes, the vehicles are the kill streaks. Are the, are they hard to destroy? Yes, they are. Um, that's another thing. Like tanks used to take like three rockets to destroy. Now they take like five. Tanks used to take two C4. The light tank takes three in the beta. You don't have access to a heavy tank. Damn. So lot tanks are even harder to destroy. So I guess more tank whoring in Battlefield 3 unless the jets are extremely good. Now, now say when the game uh, starts, how, how many vehicles are on that on that particular map? Depends on where you're at. Like on, on this map right here, only the attacking team gets uh gets a L, gets a light a light tank. People. So it's basically one one vehicle versus none. Yes, basically. But you, the other tank could just stack up with engineers or landmines and stuff. People are asking about the knife button. Melee, mm-hmm. you have to pull the knife out and then use it with your trigger button. You're talking about the animation? Yeah, oh. you, know, you, you literally have to pull the knife out like it comes out. You pull it out. God, somebody finally listened to all my prayers. <laughs> A video game where I can't get right thumbstick animated knife instantaneously. That's awesome. You know what? Modern Warfare 3 is doing that too. Yeah, I hear it. I won't see it though. <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard it in a couple places. I'm, I'm and, pretty sure about and it. And the knife animations are cool as shit. They're different between however you, how, what angle you get the person at. Okay, yeah. I like cool knife animations. But you also get killed on those knife animations kind of like Halo. Yeah. The assassinations. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Like That's I stabbed cool. somebody yeah. in the head, like I jumped <laughs> off a train and just stabbed him right in the head with a knife. <laughs> I'll say, well, here a yoink. You know? 
the, the the game sound off a of reach, you know, and you're trying to assassinate somebody, and so a teammate takes the kill. Yoink! I'm not a. I wasn't a big Reach fan. Yeah, that's what it does. Reach is the one of the one of the only games I've ever played that I just could not get the hang of. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not good at Reach either. I uh, I got some benefit out of it. Like I felt like my stick work. You know. So here's the deal: when I play games a lot. You know, as much as like, like I never pretend to be, you know, optic nade shot or you know whoever's your your favorite pro player, and right? I, I never claim to be that guy. But um, when I play all the time, like when these Call of Duties first come out, I feel like my shots actually you know pretty on. And then um, you know then it gets to like you know, this time of year, I might go three days without playing it, or I'll, I have these trips and I, I come back and I think I played the last two days in a row. But prior to that, I maybe had three or four days off, and I'm. You know, I, I look at my videos and I'm like, oh, my aim is not you know, at the peak of where it's been. So, uh, we'll see. I hate that. It feels like it controls a fat piece of plastic in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, I spaz out too much. Like, you know, all right, get this guy, get this guy. And I'm shooting, you know, left of him, right of him, on him, all over him. <laughs> you know? yeah. it's like, I need more auto aim. <laughs> you shoot a whole target. A whole clip and reload and still haven't hit him yet. Like, <laughs> but, like, you know, when I played Reach through September and then switched over, and, and it was, I, I felt like my stick work was pretty much on. Like, you know, because you got to go body, 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 head in, in Reach. And, you know, when you focus on that level of stick work all the time, it, it steps up your game a little bit. Not that I ever got, you know, pro level or anything. I'm no Pistola, but uh, it got better than I was before. There's something I want to transition the topic to. Mm. Somebody in this chat sent me a kick-ass candle arrangement. Oh, really? And oils. A candle arrangement and oils. Get some wings and teddy bears. <laughs> oh, damn, dude! They, they could. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, you need to thank your wife for us, redneck. Oh, I will. Yeah, my wife. She's got a hobby. She's a she's a candle maker. Uh, you know, she's a. Not like store-bought candles per se, but more of a just country-style candles. You know, most right. of them are all natural soy-type stuff, but it's a uh, pretty neat stuff she does. Some of the best candles I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, you know she's <laughs> she's got her she's got her education, but you know, like a lot of us, she likes enjoys doing that. For, so, oh man. That's- yeah. Nothing wrong with making candles, man. You know, my wife has an education. She has all kinds nah, of hobbies. Nah, you know. I like the hot wax myself, but you know. hey, hey, one <laughs> no. of the one of the, the, <laughs> the scented oils she sent us was monkey farts. What? Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Redneck <laughs> says, "Yeah, like there's no big deal." Like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, no monkey big farts. Deal. Huh? That's, heard of monkey farts? Come on. He had to lick me all over scented oil. <laughs> I hope that helped you out, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to have to see, just so you can see what you're talking about. <laughs> I, oh, man, those candles were cool as shit, though. Oh, man. And the cinnamon burning right now. Why do I think there's a cow out there somewhere that smells like monkey farts with lick me all over scented oil on it? <laughs> 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 Why, why does people want T. Martin in here? I don't know. He's very popular. Maybe it's his love of Rebecca Black. Did, did I need ever... to send her some monkey farts. 
<laughs> she know? I looked it up. I looked it up. Because everyone was like, hey, she's not legal. She's not legal. And um, I was like, all right, you know, let, let's check it out. So it turns out they're four years apart. Now, in the couple states that I know, like um, New Jersey, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania, it, the, I'm not sure about Pennsylvania, but I, I, I looked up like the statutory rape rules, and um, this is when I was younger, when I was like you know 18, I'd want to know. And the deal was this: you had to be four years apart for her to consent. And I think in Jersey, she needs to be like 14 or something like that. So then. Um, uh, if you're four years apart, you have to start comparing birthdays. Because if you're like four years and four days older than her, that's that's no go, right? When they say four years, they mean four years, and and you know you have to start looking at the actual birthdays. So um, so I compared her. You know, Timur's 18 and she is 14. So I'm like, all right, let's check out this wiki page. And um, I go to her wiki page and I get her birthday. And I go to Timur, and he is like four years and three months older than her. Which I think means he has to wait all the way until she's like 16 or 18. Like he's got a couple years before they can, you know, consummate or, or act on that love of his. Yeah. He can always move to Alabama. I'm just trying to help him out. If he, you know, if he, can't, if he can't wait, he can move to Alabama. Shit. You know? <laughs> I, you know, I. <laughs> so awesome i remember um i I read a story about that and i think the guy was from alabama and he was like 40 and she was like 14 or something which apparently in bama is totally legal but um (laughs) uh, he picked her up from a few states away so even though he was from alabama along the way they stayed in like a hotel in tennessee or wherever it was they were and he got busted for statutory rape at the hotel (laughs) on the way to his house so they had decided they sort of fell in love. He was bringing her home, and then on the trip home, he uh, he got busted he, for that. He just couldn't wait to pound that pussy, huh? <laughs> That's exactly right. He couldn't wait. He couldn't wait. It was the hotel on the way home. He could, if he had just waited for for himself to get home, oh man, get a, okay. get a fucking penthouse, jerk off in the fucking cheap motel bathroom. You'd be all right. Oh, <laughs> These words man. of wisdom would have served him well if he would said them in yeah. time. <laughs> Or just waited till they got to Alabama. Shit, you know, it's one more state over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, if, he, if he had just driven a few more hours, he'd yeah, have been all right. A few more hours, see there. I you know, if you got I should, to see oh, the I'm gonna, tide. I'm going to hmm. catch so much heat over statutory rape jokes. Like, that's not cool. That's Come on. You know, it's almost not uh, cool as that joke I just got that nobody's lift at. I just, I'm thinking about this. Like, you know, you get caught up in the moment. Everyone's goofing off. It's kind of funny, whatever. Like, you can imagine you and your friends, like, making jokes about this stuff. And then all of a sudden, like, the next day when you hear the same thing with a, with a, a level head, you're like, what did you just say? This is terrible. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what's going to happen. Why did There's I nothing... have to be No, no wait a minute. No, no, I'm, I'm not talking about rape. I'm talking about consensual sex. <laughs> We're talking about statutory rape. Everyone's down with that, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Crimson Tide Wings. Oh, man, I just got that. (laughs) So slow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, so Wings, I'm curious. I was actually thinking about uh, potential topics on the way, you know, like before the pre show. And I was wondering how you met your girlfriend. Like, here's what I remember. I remember, um, I remember the wings that I knew, I'll, I'll say, like 18 months ago, right? The wings that, um, that you know, was in between jobs, that was kind of making a go at this thing, surviving off ramen noodles, uh, 
I don't want you to exaggerate when I say like in a dark place, but you know, not not your best year. I think you've actually described it as your worst year. And then there's the wings of I don't know three, four, six months ago, something like that, where um you know you started coming out of that place. Like you know you you had some dollars in your pocket. You, you used that money to um to lose some weight, and you had more energy, and and like kind of turned things around. And then somewhere in there, you met your girlfriend. And how did that go? Well, how about I let her tell that? Here. Uh-uh. Come on. Uh-uh. Who wants her to tell the story? I want you guys want to it. tell it together. Yeah. yeah, have her snuggle on over there next to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I met her on a dating site. Uh-huh. Which site? A Plenty of Fish. Oh, dude, Dan from, from work uses Plenty of Well, Dan uses all of them. He's, he's got it down. But, yeah, so PlentyOfFish.com, you made a profile and... She actually sent me a message, mm-hmm. and I thought she was too good looking for me. Nice. And I was sitting there like, "Did you really mean to send me a message?" Yeah, I didn't <laughs> send that. By the way, I did actually send that. I thought she might have like clicked the wrong profile and seen like some beach guy with like washboard abs <laughs> or some shit. No, she actually in the email he sent me in reply was, "Did you mean to send me this message?" And that was it. You know, when I first met my wife, I, um, I'm sorry to interrupt the story, but I'll say mine super quick. She had a little kid hand me a note saying that she liked me, but it was April Fool's Day. And at first I was totally excited, and then I realized that it was probably just a joke, and I, I threw it away because I, I thought she was too good looking for me. You know, um, you know what I first said when I met my wife? I said, uh, damn. How could I? I said, I said damn, I got to nice. get her at a party. <laughs> All right. You so know, wait, redneck. She, you, know, she, you know. Go ahead. Redneck reminds me of a kid I seen when I was when I was young myself. He was I was around eighteen or something, and I look over and this kid's got like his Toyota Tacoma, and he's got like the the whole like mossy oak headliner and the whole interior, and he's sitting there got this girl to sit there in her in, a, in her mossy oak jacket and they're playing some song about fucking her in the ass. While yeah. sitting at the stoplight. Every time I think of Redneck, I think of that guy. <laughs> actually, I don't know why. Actually, I think I was playing that song by Clarence Carter. Remember that song, Stroking? Oh, the big pool hall song? I'll be stroking. Yeah. I remember <laughs> that. All right, let's get back. <laughs> let's get back on topic. So, Wings, she sent you a message, and uh, and you thought that she was too good looking, so you said, did you mean to send this to me, and then what? We we got to t- we we had, we ended up talking for like six hours that night. And really? We, yeah. And what's talking? Is that like IMing or you use a phone? Yeah, I, was I, on the phone? No, it was IMing first night. Oh yeah, first night. Okay. It was plenty of fish right. had the instant messenger, right. and then we changed mm-hmm. phone numbers at the end of that, and then I lost her phone number. It didn't call me for like a month, wasn't it? It's a week. It's a week and a half. No. I had MLG Dallas at that time. It was longer than that. It was MLG Dallas. It was like a weekend. Uh uh-uh. uh It was longer than that. And I, so I sent her, so I, when I got back on access to the computer, I sent her another message saying, I lost your phone number. Will you be able to give it to me again? I thought she was going to say no, but she ended up, <laughs> she sent me her phone number again and we made a date. And what was our first date? I know what it is. I'm going to see if you remember. I know what it is. Our first date was to get a pedicure. 
Yes, it was. Because <laughs> <laughs> he never had one before. Yeah, I never had a pedicure before. And she's like, well, I get my feet done every two weeks. I'm like, I've never had that. Let's go do that. So we ended up going and get our feet done and went and seen a movie up at the mall. And then he saw all my tattoos. Yeah, you're the one that freaked out about tattoos. See, oh I, I was getting more comfortable as soon as I realized I was taller than her. Okay, so you guys are close to the yeah. same height? No, she's nowhere close to, she's short, way shorter than me, but that made me feel like a little bit more superior to her. <laughs> like a male well, you gotta realize, he never had a girlfriend before, and he was a virgin. <laughs> and she called you out. Ooh. <laughs> nice. So, say um, I, say I yeah, now, all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Um, uh... Oh, oh! So you got the pedicure? Was that the whole date, or did you like have you, you throw no, dinner we in the there? Movies. We had, went to the movies and we went, ate at an Italian restaurant as well. Mm-hmm. We went to Whoa. what was it, Maggie D's? Yeah, it was Maggie D's. Yeah, it was Maggie D's, and the second date was Ripley's Aquarium, and we went to the Greek restaurant. Yeah, which you didn't like. I didn't like the Greek restaurant. It, it's one of those fancy restaurants like you see, like on Chef Ramsay. But Greek food is. Greek food is not delicious. I like there, food. There was more fucking wine on that list than there was actual drinks. I probably would have enjoyed it. You know, it was a place where I, it was one of those places where you felt like you'd offend them if you asked for a Coca Cola. <laughs> Did you say which movie you saw? Uh, what was that first one? It was uh, Source Code, wasn't it? First one was Source Code. Yeah, Source Code. The second one was Water for Elephants. This is a seriously long date. Like a pedicure, movie, and dinner? Yeah. Did you no, go wait, to a massage wait, wait. parlor? I, I have to call Wings out on this, right? Wings was giving us dating advice on Painkiller already. And it was stuff like you start off with like White Castle or McDonald's so she doesn't get too spoiled. And work your way up to you like, you know, if she starts treating you right, you take her to Wendy's. Like it, this is you know, he he was acting like he didn't want you to get all uppity by carrying your tray. You know? Hey, I took you to Bellasinos today. Yes, but he's full of crap. I got you to have the other day. So but the, you know the truth is he's 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 starting out big. He, this is like a this is like three dates. Oh yeah. Hey, and I'm, I didn't pay for anything. He paid for everything. Oh, wings! You are so cold busted, man. Because you <laughs> you were acting like like All McDonald's right, was kind of high class. I, I meet his girl. Like, damn, I gotta get her in the party. Right. Uh, at a restaurant, actually, no joke. When uh, when I was younger, I was working part time as a cook, and then uh, she actually came in the restaurant, and I was like. Uh, damn. And then, then luckily, I didn't realize it, but like the woman I knew was actually her mom, and I didn't really knew like that was her daughter. And so I, it was on. So our first date, I took her to see a movie called uh, Fear, which is about a uh, sadistic boyfriend who was psychotic and tried to kill all of her family. <laughs> Is it yeah. Mark? Yeah, that's oh, it. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. Never mind. 96, I think it was. That was our well, first Well, fucking old as shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> OG from way back. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I said, if, she, if she'll, like, agree to keep seeing me after this first date, I count this movie, I got to keep her. And uh, and she did. I haven't took you to no really bad movies yet. 
I tried to make you watch Troll 2 the other day, and you, oh were, you were down God, for that. Oh, my God, like wasting your life. We watched five minutes, and I felt like it was five years. It was stupid. You guys ever seen Troll 2? Don't. I, I, dude, there's no way I would see that movie. Like, it doesn't really take great <laughs> pattern recognition to realize Troll 2 will suck. <laughs> Troll sucks. What, what was the other movie we watched that sucked, too? That you, like, loved? Dude, you dissing that. She dissed Duel. Come on. Oh, Duel sucks too. It's worse than Troll 2. Duel does not suck. Oh my god, all you do is watch two car, a truck and a car try to beat each other up. It's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Wingsman, get her a mic proper. We we gotta get her on the show more often. This is awesome. (laughs) You gotta see Duel, right? No. No. It's, It's Steven Spielberg's first movie. (laughs) <laughs> I like her. Would you get her a better mic? I, I can I hardly hear. Her. Have the Triton. He's afraid. You got to get a like a mix amp or something and and, and set it up right, like an Alesis. Uh, she has she has a headset. The, my other Triton headset on, but the mic. The reason I have two Tritons is the other Triton headset mic fucked up on me. Oh. Man, I'm gonna give you a shopping list. We're gonna spend some of your money. and We'll get this done right. I have no problem. I've, I've got that. I've got that four hundred dollar microphone. I never can get work. No, you're halfway there. <laughs> you're halfway there. <laughs> um, uh, oh, 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 so that was first date. The first date was that freaking triple event spendathon. Then what? Oh, so we went to Ripley's Aquarium for the second date, it, which she, she was, at the time she was working in hospitality, so she got all these free tickets to everything at the beach. So uh-huh. I, I wanted to go to Ripley's Aquarium, so we went there. and then. So did she right get free from- tickets to the aquarium? Is that what I yeah, she got free tickets to the aquarium. But that's a pretty neat idea. I like, dude. Yeah. I would totally date you. I love aquariums. I've been to the Baltimore Aquarium like twenty times now. Like, I would be down. <laughs> that would be a good date. It was pretty cool. I got to, you got to touch stingrays and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I did. That's a, video a nice about, day. I, like that's. I really like that. So what I like in a date. Um, in case you ever take me out, Wings, is a date where you can actually talk to the person you're going with. Like, um, some common dating ideas are what, like the movies. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really struggling with it, with like other common date ideas that I don't like. <laughs> but um, what I do like is uh, mini golf or putt putt golf, depending on you know where in the country you're from. Um, I like bowling, uh, something like a, a pedicure or, or you know whatever. These sound like pretty neat ideas because I like being able to talk and meet the other person in an aquarium like you have that sort of you know group activity that gives you something to do and talk about but you also get to, to talk to each other which what i think makes for a good date yeah it wasn't a good date it was that <laughs> we uh we bring my camera along and the camera wouldn't focus half the fucking time so we sit there spending half the time trying to get the camera focused to get pictures from my youtube channel uh yeah, that's that- Working date. Yeah, it was a working date. That wasn't much fun. <laughs> you enjoyed the Greek because right across the thing was the Greek restaurant. You're like, oh, that's open. Like, do you yes. want to go to the Greek, the, restaurant? the Greek restaurant? Yes, we did. Yes, I do remember that conversation because she had thrown out the Ripley's Aquarium stub, and I'm like, save that. I can oh, yeah. use that for a tax write off. <laughs> 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 By the way, I'm going to write this off on my taxes just to let you know. Wings, is, you're quite the romantic. <laughs> you know, like, hey, can I have these pay, pedicure pay stubs? I'm down. 
<laughs> well, I usually like food oriented things. I think it wasn't the what they wanted the aquarium. I think it was actual the restaurant itself. Our third date was better. What was our third date? We went to the beach, we went to dinner, and then to the beach. Yeah, and we were going to go to Pris- Pris- Priscilla McCall's after that. I don't know Dude, what Priscilla McCall's that is. That's not something you say on a podcast. Oh, Priscilla Shh. McCall's is like a dirty hotel, isn't it? Are there mirrors on the ceiling at this place? Oh, buddy. No, it's no. a uh, it's a sex no. shop. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Yeah, there we go. Now we're getting uh. the meat and potatoes of this. <laughs> so what was on the shopping list at Priscilla McCall's? Welcome to Painkiller Already, sweetheart. <laughs> she said, oh, God. That's what she said later, too. This is a oh, did, repeat. Did it, did it involve power equipment? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did it have How many twelve volt batteries with it? <laughs> twelve volt. You're not messing around. I was. <laughs> oh man! How did we get back on me again? I thought we were supposed to be embarrassing redneck. No. Uh, <laughs> no I think you're the you're the center of attention. I think hey, this is actually turned out to be a cool topic. The, all the girls at your at your work that listen to this show. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. That's perfect. <laughs> Uh, do, do do her friends actually listen to the show at all? I don't know. Whitney does. Or her her uh her BFF Whitney does. Uh yeah, I have a a nephew who listens to this show. Now, I don't know if he catches every episode, but um there's one. It was a long time ago now. It, it, I'll say it was episode like 20 or something. I I mentioned something about the house rule. Do you guys recall this at all? Oh, yeah, the house rule. What's the house rule? <laughs> House rule in Woody's house is if you get walked in on, he's not going to stop. I think it's something like that. No, if 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 she catches me masturbating, right? And and because here's the here's the genesis of this, right? It used to be this fun thing, like she loved to catch me. You know, she would know what was going on, but rather than just sort of let it go down, you know, private and respectfully, she would walk in with this, like, "Aha, I see what you're doing," etc. And uh, so then the house rule came down. It was like, if you catch me. You have to finish me, blowjob, and that's that's how we roll in the Woodworth house, baby. <laughs> you open the door and say, "Aha!" Uh-huh, you better be naked. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, uh, have you ever call her? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. No, I don't think I've ever called her. Or if I have, it was you know like an almost planned catch type thing. Yeah, I know what you're talking oh, about. Exactly. It's, a, oops. it's the bubble bath. If you hear the bubble bath roll up, you got to she's plunging the happy hole. <laughs> uh, when the female did it get hot in here? I think it's hot in here. Uh, See? Now Woody's getting red. Wait. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Huh? When do females masturbate? No, I can't tell all my secrets. Oh, when know. nobody's around. <laughs> That's the same time I masturbate. That's, that's yeah. how that's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> Some guy asked an awesome question. What if your brother walks in? I don't know. Same rule? <laughs> <What's> <laughs> the... <laughs> Ooh, that's a tough one there. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Offer eye contact and close the door. I, that, you know, I you actually would say you finish after the door. No, nah, you. The best line ever would be like, "You mad, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm uh, thinking yeah. my I've never been caught like in the act by my brother. Like you know, so so people don't know. I have a brother that's uh, just under two years older than me, like a year and eleven months. 
So, um, uh, you know, like, dude, like, I'm 15, he's 17. You know, right? Like, you'd be crazy to not think that you're both, like, of, you know, a pretty active masturbating age. And uh, so I never actually got caught, you know, choking the chicken. But um, the deal was he owned all the magazines. Like, he would go to this cigar shop downtown that sold, like, porn mags. And uh, this is before everyone had, like, a laptop in their bedroom. This is old school. And uh, yeah. and I would go under his bed and, like, steal them temporarily, right? You know, so, and, and put them back in the same order so as, you know, plausible deniability. And there would yeah. be times when, like, he'd walk <laughs> into his room and I'm there, like, you know, returning magazines. And it's like, yeah, uh, no eye contact, return to room, ignore. <laughs> you know, this didn't happen. And, and that's how that went, went down. I would have to say under the bed was probably the number one spot of all time to hide your Playboys at. Yeah, yeah, that, Un- that's where they under go. Under the bed, in between the box spring, the mattress, you know, in that area. I think I think I only, only owned one Playboy my entire childhood, and I kept it in between the mattresses. Let's see, there you go. You had a nudie mag? Ooh. Ooh I, I, almost, <laughs> I, I tried to keep that nudie mag, too. I don't know where the hell it went to, though. Can't probably stole it. Yeah, crook. My father had a stack of them, like eighteen inches tall, and um, uh, we had babysitters who came over and would like they knew where his nudie magazines were, and they would check them out. Like these were guy babysitters, and they would look at my father's nudie magazines, and uh, like I, oh, this is gonna sound so sick and wrong, and like (laughs) freaking pedo, but I remember there was one in particular. Who would like describe the girls? He'd be like, "Ooh, she's foxy." Because remember, this is like the seventies, and uh, like he'd go to the next one. I'd be like, "Is she foxy?" Because I didn't even know. <laughs> and he's like, "No, she's sexy." And I'm like, "Damn it!" Like you know, I thought I had that one right, and uh, that that was that was you know, my scene back in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> Holy. Toledo. When Gabe starts doing this, you're 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 on call for that. Good. When he starts doing what? J- choking the chicken. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I oh. ain't crossing that bridge yet. How old is he now? Three. Oh, you got tons of time. You got tons of time. But they do get their little boners, which is like uh, awkward. Yeah, know. she says, my, "Uh," but she knows. <laughs> she knows. When, when my son was little. He'd poke a hole through the front of his diaper and pull his wiener out through the hole of the diaper. Oh, really? No, no joke. <laughs> That's a good move right there. Yeah. That's trolling, right? You just yeah. poke a hole in the diaper, walk with your thing out. You might catch bitches, yeah. right? That's how you trolling. <laughs> kid, kid it's a like thriller. a line. <laughs> so, Richard wouldn't have had a conversation with me about the P-tent. Oh, me? Yeah. She was talking about when the little boys are babies, you get this thing that kind of blocks them from peeing in your face when you change their diaper. Oh, <laughs> P-P-T-P. P-P-T-P, yeah, that's it. And you, when they're baby, when they're baby boy, you get this thing. It's a little cone that you put over their thing so they don't pee on you. Nice. Boys, once you open the diaper and they get cold, boys will pee on you. Well, when uh, my oldest son was in the hospital, they was going to do like another official weighing of him. And so I picked him up and held him out in front of me. And the moment I got him up about chest high, 
he pissed right on my shirt. It's because he got cold, see? Yep. <laughs> That's what boys do. Yep. I never put it together that it was temp-related. Were your kids big? Like, you know how they measure their percentages, like their height, weight, and head circumference? My kids' heads were about 14 centimeters, which is huge. And yeah. uh, they were both 21 and a half inches. Or Maddie was 22 and a half inches long, and Gabe was 21 and a half long. And uh, they were both about 8 pounds, 13 ounces. Nice. So my daughter was... Eight pounds nine ounces when she was born, a little smaller, but still big. And uh, and my son was big too. I don't even remember how much he weighed, but I do remember their percentages. The whole way that they grew up, like the, they don't when they're like twelve, they stopped doing that. But um, they would always be ninety percent, like bigger than ninety percent of the other kids yeah. or better. And you know, I would look at them like grades. Like if she didn't roll in with like a ninety-five percent, like a nice strong A, I'd be disappointed. Like oh, you know, God, <laughs> your length is slacking. You know, at one point. Like, her height and her weight was really big, but her head circumference was like a C. It was like 78%. And I'm like, what is this? Like, you're slacking. You need to work on your head circumference, girl. Get back on track. Because uh, <laughs> you know, I want her to get straight my A's. Kids, my kids are always in the 95th percentile for height, but their weight is always on target. Oh, like 50? So they're tall and thin? Yeah. Gotcha. They're gotcha. skinny. Uh-huh. I think my tw- I think my twelve year old's like five uh, ten, so he's gonna be tall. You know, I'm sorry, y'all seen all these things. I mean, my mom must have got killed when she had crook. Careful's a twelve pound baby. Oh my god! <laughs> my my um, on my father's side, he and his sister were gigantic. I don't remember their numbers. I think they were coming on fourteen pounds. But I know that when my dad was born, he broke the weight record at the hospital. Oh. And his sister broke the length record, like they were huge. But um, yeah, it was her the giant out. <laughs> their um, their mother was diabetic, and for, I don't know why, but diabetic women have really really big babies. So that was the deal. Yeah, that's true. Actually, a lot of women get what they call a like gestational diabetes, mm-hmm. where they're only a diabetic while they're pregnant. You know, and because uh, my youngest son, he was like a he was premature. Like way early, but he was like a huge kid. He was like seven pounds, but he was way, way premature. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Redneck, you got any topics you want to bring to the table? Oh, man. I got so many topics. I don't know where to start. Go ahead. Throw a oh, dartboard. Let's see here. My mind just went blank. All right, let me step in. Redneck, it's perfect question for you. Would Would you rather be the Queen of England or the President of the United States? (laughs) The President of the United States. I don't be no damn woman. I'd rather be the Queen of England here. (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm taking Queen of England too. Go ahead. What's your What's your reasoning, Redneck? Isn't totally just the girl thing? Yeah, I don't want to be no chick. <laughs> well, See, I'm, 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 I don't, I don't want to feel work. this one. Go ahead. Feel this okay. one. First off, even if I'm a chick, the Queen of England is usually old and you know raggedy anyway, so you're, you're already past wait, all the wait, baby wait, having wait, wait. the bleed. No, 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 hold on, let me interrupt you. The Queen of England isn't necessarily old. You're just alive at a time when she is old. You know, when she dies, the Queen of England is going to be like 25. 
All right. Regardless, you have no responsibilities other than to look rich and proper. Mm. Well. Yeah, I, I think maybe you're <laughs> like you have the responsibility of setting certain fashion trends, you know, like polka dots or something. But that's about as far as it goes. You know, the, the president of the United States, like right now, he's got the whole debt ceiling thing going on. That is a terrible job. Like he, he's really busting his butt. He, he, he's you know, he's responsible his hair, his for things that he doesn't now. complete. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's responsible for things that he doesn't completely control. You know, he's trying to get other people to line up and agree with him. That's the most stressful kind of work. You, I could give you a huge workload, wings, but if it's something you can accomplish on your own, then you know the stress is kind of manageable. When it's something that you're depending on other people to deliver on on your behalf. That's when like life's real stress comes. And in. you got you know, the camera shoved in your face if you fuck up. Oh yeah, you've you've got literally millions of people rooting for your failure. That is a tough, tough job. The Queen of England, on the other hand, dude, like uh, that's I'd take that job. I, I think you know, like I don't mean to to brag, but I'm really, really good at not working, and I think that makes me. <laughs> I think I'd be ideal as a queen. Oh man. <laughs> what about Prince William? He ain't got too bad of a job either. No, I, 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 he he seems pretty well set up right now. He, did he did he try to marry the ugliest girl in England? What? She is not I, ugly. She's I like thirty. She's like thirty one, and she looks like forty one. Wait, what's her name again? She Kate a, is she? It. Kate Winslet. What's her name? Kate Middleton. Kate Middleton. Sorry, I Dude, mixed her up. She has I'm old sure lady a, eyes all day. Here, let me Google her picture right quick. I don't forgot. They didn't take the most flattering pictures of her at the wedding and stuff that they Are used. there any naked photos of her? <laughs> <laughs> if you had one, you'd be probably set for at least this lifetime. All right. I'm looking at a bikini photo from the back, and she's getting my stamp of approval. Come on. You're the prince of fucking England. You can no. score better than that. Now, how old is If you're focusing on the eyes here, I do see that she's going to get crow's feet earlier than than some. But uh, but she is a lovely woman, and there's something to be said for what's on the inside as well. What it was was they didn't take the most flattering pictures of her that they used in the papers and stuff. Like in the media, what it is, what it is, is she's aging prematurely, probably from sunbathing and shit like that. Yeah, you know, like I, I, um, I hear what she's saying, but I, I, I'm agreeing with wings here. You know, like I, I'm not looking at one or two pictures. I probably looked at forty so far. Google Images is good for that, and uh, she really does have you know crow's feet. I do too, from all my time in the sun, and uh, you know, but, but the, she's still hot. She's hot. She's hot as she wants, but she's not. You know, Princess of England hot. Nah, I'd have to agree with Wayne's on that one. I, I mean, don't, I don't see it. You got to set a standard. You can't go out there with your, like your members only jacket well, on the balcony with your hands. <laughs> 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 Got big shoes to fill. Diana. Diana was Diana was cute though. And everyone loved her, so she's you give her some slack. She's got big shoes to feel to fill. Come on now. Hmm. Yeah, oh, uh, she's got my thumbs up. She's got. I'm trying to find up. the age difference between the two of them. Because how old is like, he's 29, she's 31. So I didn't she's realize he was not, that old. Like, 
that guy, uh, like speaking of premature aging, you know, you can sort of see where he's going to be in eight years, and I, she's going to be way hotter than him. That like that she's already hotter than he is, but that gap is only spreading. <laughs> that gap is only spreading. Yep. <laughs> Uh, what what happened with Princess Di? I was too young to even even be in that time frame. Uh, it was a big controversy. Yes. Yeah, so, but so yeah. What without a doubt, that? she 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 was separated at the time of the car wreck, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. They weren't well, officially separated, but the yeah. marriage was on the rocks. And um, <clears throat> there there was all sorts of conspiracy theories. Uh, what's known is this much: she was being chased by paparazzi. Paparazzi. She was driving too quickly, and she got into a car accident, and she died. Um, There were conspiracy theories like, you know, some paparazzi of Middle Eastern descent was put into action by somebody else to to cause that to happen. But, uh, you know, who knows? You know, you don't ever see like motherfucking King of Jordan have paparazzi problems. (laughs) Because they they cast their head off, you know, especially. (laughs) You take my picture, beheading. You know, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, maybe we should take some notes from these other countries. But, well, like, I hear what you're saying, like, on a on a high level, but free press is a pretty good thing. It is, until you see somebody like Paris Hilton having, like, five cars speeding down the highway trying to take pictures of her. Yeah. There, just, it, there should be a law against that kind of free press. If somebody shoved the camera in my face, I'd beat their ass, too. Who was it? Who was that that did that? Rossi that's that oh, was a list. Did oh, Mel man. Gibson do it recently? Did he? I think. I think oh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe did Russell it a couple Crow. times, right? Yeah. That may be who you're thinking of. I'd be. I'd have. I'd have like a camera, like platinum car, and like one of those high end camera stores. So I'd be bought so many of those motherfuckers. Damn. I'd be taking that bitch and throwing it down the street every time I grab one. <laughs> <sighs> Does anyone want to go for the next topic? Or you want me to throw it out there? Redneck, have you thought about anything yet, son? <sighs> well, give me the blank shit. Yeah, I got. I don't want to go too too far off into the the deep stuff, you know. What's the deep stuff? Beer or liquor? Beer. Or liquor. Know, I mean, <laughs> the age old question: huh? Would you know, get you drunk quicker? You know, man. Do you, I, I've been watching Mad Men lately. And those guys drink so much. Like, I guess it's bourbon. Like, I don't even know my bourbon from my whiskey or, or whatever. It's some sort of thick-looking, dark yellow drink. And, uh, man, like, I don't know. It tastes terrible, right? Does everyone universally <laughs> agree that things like Southern Comfort don't taste good? It, no, what? It doesn't. <laughs> You're cussing, Woody. Somebody <laughs> guy's got a big-ass Jaeger thing on his yeah. fucking picture. No, I'm not an alcoholic. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't have to drink. I'm more of a social drinker who always has it on stock, you know? Like, there's <laughs> days I come in, I'm like, I think I have a Jaeger bomb, you know? You know, he's not an alcoholic. He's just no. not a quitter either. No, I mean, I don't <laughs> win. And it's usually when my wife says, yo, you have had way too much. I'm like, okay. <sighs> you know. I will pass out in the tub. Yeah. <laughs> we, we was at the beach and, uh. We was going to go out with some friends uh, one night, and me and one buddy, we had drunk a, a gallon of tequila between the two of us, which that's a hell of amount of tequila. 
and I was sloppy drunk, like couldn't even sit up in a chair. And uh, so you tried to have a lawnmower raise, huh? No, nah, they wouldn't let me go nowhere until I ate like, this big greasy ass hamburger. Because you know, usually if you get real bad drunk, uh, this old saying is the, uh, the uh, something greasy will help like sober you up quicker. You know, you know, water will do that even faster. Well, see, we always drink water while we shoot tequila. You know, just so it also helps with, like, with a hangover and so headaches. So we get alcohol poisoning straight on up. Let's huh? get back to the taste thing. Like, <laughs> just I've tasted tequila. I, I've had this before, and it baffles me that people could think it's actually tasty. There's, it's yummy. Well, it depends. Like, it depends on the tequila you you, you know, whatever kind you you drunk. And you know, there's different types of tequila. Um, my favorite here recently is anything like 100% agave, which is a is a different kind of uh, you know it's agave. It's not really tequila per se, but it is, if that makes sense. You know, I'm a baby back bitch when it comes to drinking. I like like frozen strawberry daiquiri or some shit Absolutely. like that. Absolutely, the girls have it right. Like frozen <laughs> strawberry daiquiri, this is good stuff. Pina colada, Kahlua and cream. Um, not- not I get. I think margarita's the good one, and martini's the bad one. If I have, I think this the right. hardest I could was like a margarita. <laughs> oh, <laughs> margarita's good stuff. Yeah, wings, you've got it going on. And it, like, it, we'll go to um, uh, like bar. I remember. I think I won a bet, and when I do, like the loser has to buy a drink, and uh, I have extra fun by making people buy girl drinks. Like you know, if say I, we'll play pool, right? Loser buys the drinks. And um, not only do they have to buy the drink, pretending that I win all the time, uh, they have to buy like a um, Shirley Temple or something like that. It just, <laughs> <laughs> it just adds no. to it. Uh-uh. I can't do it. Can't do See? It. That's the sweetest part there, of it. There. Then you'd be welching out. Everyone would be watching. You know, like, dude, there it is. You did Shirley yeah. Temple. Bring it. You lost. Mm. It makes it more fun. You guys ever see that show, uh, Storage Wars? Is that for like the pat rats that pack all their shit in this? I'm thinking of stuff? hoarders. No, no. storage wars where where people like these they they storage units right, and people like rent them out to like put their shit in because they got enough room for it and they got no place to do with it and they just don't want to get rid of it. Sure, I know what. Well, it's, they, yeah, yeah. So they um, well, eventually they they come to delinquent on their payments and they auction them off at the highest bidder. And people go around storage units and bid on these lockers, and they try to make the money back off of them. So, stupid hmm. question: You get to see what's inside first, right? It's not like money. It's not, it's not like, like some game show. You no, get to, like, you get to look. But you're not allowed to go like in. You're not allowed to go in or touch, and you only get five minutes to look. You basically get to walk in front of the door, glance at it, and walk back, and then they'll start the auction. That's funny. All right. That sounds like something you would like, Wayne. That is. I I want to do that so badly. I want to go out there and like be like bid on lockers because these people would make crazy money. One guy bought a locker for thirteen hundred dollars and it had all these vending, vending machines and nobody else is there bidding on them. I would he would have had to go down tooth and nail with he my made, ass. He made thirty thousand dollars off that locker. Yeah, because vending machines sell for like four thousand bucks a piece. Yeah. And they were. Wow. And new ones sell for like eight. There's a lot of storage areas around here. I wonder if I could check that out. And people find like some crazy stuff. Like somebody paid $145 for a locker and they found like these vintage toys still in the wrapper worth like 18 grand. 
They found the the shoes, the authentic shoes they used in the movie, the Popeye uh, movie. Yeah, olive oil shoes for like two grand right there, and they paid a hundred bucks for that locker. No, wow. my luck, I'd buy the one that have like fake dodge shit in it. it have, you guys, <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen Hoarders? Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness, that show is awful. My wife likes it, and I watch it, it all the time. It's kind of sad. It really is. It motivates me to keep my shit clean. <laughs> we watched one today. There were there were two people in it, and neither one of them came out like cured. Like they fought the thing, the process tooth and nail. And at the end of it, they managed to clean. It's going to sound like nothing, but I'll call it a a hundred square foot patch in the living room. But if like that was actually a lot of stuff. And that was it. And you just knew that patch was going to fill up with garage sale garbage in the next three weeks. Like, they, yeah. You ever see the ones where they better. go back? No. Uh-uh. There's, there's, every now and then they go back to people's houses they went and cleaned. I don't think there's a person yet that's been cured. Really? Like there's that one, that, that one girl. The one I always go back to is one that hoarded food. Because that's that's the worst. I one. saw that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and she said that um, uh, she thought the food was good unless the container was like expanded and like blown up about to burst oh. because the bacteria yeah, growing inside. They had like inside. pieces of ham that were like black. And she's like, "We'll just cut the top layer off." Yeah, yeah. Oh. She had um, uh, if you can picture like chicken broth in a um, like paper carton, like almost like you know what it comes in those like rectangle boxes that can yeah. hold liquid, and uh, unless the box was like expanded and almost round from the bacteria and yeast like rising inside the thing, she'd be like, "It's still good. It's fine." And um, there was one that was like starting to expand, and it was three years out of date. And she's like, it's fine. It only expands yeah, a little she bit. Got like I could mil- still eat she this. She got like mill bugs going through her fucking yeah, flower. Yeah. And, shit. And, and, uh. and the guy was like, you know, do you know how much bacteria has to grow? Do you know what's going on inside of this before the carton starts expanding even a little bit? And she's like, eh, I guess you're right. Like, it's a close call. You know, my wife sees food that's a week out of date. It's out of here. It's gone. And, and her stuff was years out of date. She thought she nothing of it. She opens one of the bottom drawers of the refrigerator, like three of the people standing around it start puking. Yeah. She's like, I wonder oh. if this is good. She starts keeping shit in the drawer. She <laughs> stirs it up. <laughs> yeah. People were – yeah, I remember that. People were – okay, I'm out of words here. Guys were professional, like, hoarders. They were, like, psychologists that specialized in helping hoarders get better. These experts, these experts who do this every day, who deal with hoarders, were barely able to contain their vomit over what they found in her freezer drawer. And she's like, eh, some of this is still good. <laughs> it was crazy. It was so bad. And we watched it tonight uh, in, in the living room while we were eating dinner. And I'm just like, this is the yeah. worst show ever. Can't we watch Office or something? The Office? I had to, I had to go uh. wash my teeth after I saw that. I couldn't Ooh. do it. Oh, yeah, I, I love watching Hoarders now. That... <laughs> Oh, man. That one was nasty, though. I bet you so, wonder how they can't fucking clean these places up, though. Well, I remember this the, the food one in particular that we've been talking about the most. She uh, she came from a, a poverty background. And yeah. Like, so when she gets money, she buys food so that she doesn't go hungry when, when she, you know, times are lean, when, when times are thin. So um, it, it's like... A little bit of me kind of has sympathy, you know, like, oh, I can see why she's, like, clinging on to her food. But how much of you want to cook in that kitchen? 
Yeah, well, dude, it's, she's obviously crazy. But and, and there's a more logical part of me that says, you know what? Here's an idea. Why don't you hold on to your money instead of food? And then, you know, when times are tight, you'll have money instead obviously, of, like... Obviously, the, the, the food's going to be more scarce and it's going to be through the fucking roof. Obviously. <laughs> dude, I live in a hurricane area, and usually when hurricanes come, grocery stores are just sold out. Yeah. And even then, the prices are not that much higher. Yeah, yeah. It's she's just crazy. She's she's got a little yeah. bit of the crazies. And she's like, "Oh, it's still good." I'm sorry, if milk. Is no, she goes. She, no, no, she goes. I can use that to make yogurt. Oh, <laughs> God, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, she. Like, and this is the thing. All the way through, they always have like reasons why this stuff is actually more valuable than you think it is. You know, there was one that had. You know oh, the I lawn chairs that are just plastic and they're pure plastic. They can't be folded or anything. They sit next mm-hmm. to tables oftentimes, and uh, she has them and they're like cracked and broken and six years old. This is disposable furniture, and she has twelve-year-old garbage with leaves and stains. And she's like, "No, I could sell that. That's still good. It's not good. It's garbage. Your yard is filled with garbage, old tires and stuff. Like no one thinks that has value but you." Yeah. <laughs> There's a woman, this is no lie, there's a woman in our town who drives like a, like a Pontiac van. And she's Pontiac like a, van? Yeah, like a, I don't even know what you call it, but it's, it's a Pontiac van. And <laughs> when she checks her mail, she just throws it in the van. And there, her van literally looks like a postal carrier, but from where she's just threw mail in there, never got it out. I mean, in the passenger's front seat, mail stacked up to the damn window. Why? I don't know. I mean, she's just crazy as hell. Just some crazy <laughs> ass, some crazy ass woman who throws well, her mail in the van and never gets it. She's crazy up. as hell. I, I, I'm I mean, gonna question your diagnosis. Where did you get your degree? Like, in, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that the law hell. office of Jaeger and Meister? Jaeger and Meister. <laughs> uh, Our partner is vodka. Yeah, PC. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude. But, All right. Oh. Uh, Redneck, you got your question yet? Or you want me to uh, jump in again? Jump in again. Save me, Woody. I need help. All right. Would you rather be a vampire or a werewolf? That's easy. Uh, it is. I want to be a vampire. Obviously a vampire. Van- yeah. Werewolves are enslaved to vampires. Yeah, vampire. Well, you can walk around and just suck on bitches' necks all day, you know? Vampires are cool. You can do that in a nightclub with an eight ball. You know, vampire movies haven't really articulated the disadvantage of being a vampire to me. Like, it it seems like a pretty cool deal. You get to live forever. Uh, You're typically good looking. You you retain your youth. You're indestructible. You're strong. You can fly. You can transform. Like, okay, I get the whole stay out of the sun thing but you know let's be honest we're gamers how much time are we spending in the sun in the first let's place let's be honest we live in the, air, the, the time at the nightclub what uh well what <laughs> no i haven't but if i was a vampire i'd be all about me some nightclubs yeah <laughs> you'd what, uh, be rocking your, the nightclub what's your favorite vampire movie you know general just the, the general you know what's the one with eight? the hot chicken latex oh man that's mine too mm-hmm Wait, wait, wait! I don't think that's it. They're, they're, the they call the werewolves it, lichens. Yeah, that's it. You're talking. Would you say it was called? Uh, shit, hang on. 
that's, Underworld. That's Underworld. Underworld. That's the one I'm talking yeah. about. Oh, yeah. Okay. See, that's one of my favorite some recently. New Age shit, some Michael Bay shit. <laughs> that's not Michael Bay. Yeah, I know, it's but it's that the same kind of flashy, you know, blow the truck up and have it spin 13 times to run the camera crap. My favorite vampire movie is my also the worst movie I've ever seen. Oh my god, don't know. Don't ask. Do not ask. What is it? What's the worst? What is it? Which one's your which one? Let's hey, let's see the relationship. What is the name of that movie? Oh my god, no. All right, so we're trying to find vampire starring Sands. Starring vampire suck. Is it Twilight? It's Tale of a Vampire starring Julian Sands. Tale of a Vampire? I've never even heard of that. How old is it? It came out in 92. 92? Oh, yeah. I'll have to check. Is it good? Is it, is it on Netflix or something? Where'd you find it? <laughs> Don't watch it. Oh, it is on Netflix. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's an adaptation of an Edgar Allan Poe story. Oh, it's how, on Netflix? How good is it? Not good at all. How, how good is a garbage sandwich? <laughs> that depends on if you're a hoarder. <laughs> uh, oh man, it is the worst movie I've ever seen. Ah, uh, see, that's what I need to know. I couldn't tell for a while. I couldn't tell if it was a good movie or a bad movie. They got a they got a video on Netflix called "The Rape of a Vampire." I mean, night. Let's go to the next level question. <laughs> Would you rather be a vampire or a human? Because I'm thinking vampire might be better. I'm thinking vampire again. Yeah, yeah they, they don't seem to have any money problems, right? They're all wealthy. They they've got this old money. They they live forever. They're all in good shape. They're um they're strong and and yeah. I guess they need to drink blood. But dude, you could work on that. You don't have to completely kill the guy. You got money. You can just buy blood in packs. Yeah, a six pack. Yeah, you can, you can buy turn it into right a from, like fucking bread cross. Like yeah. I need some vials of blood, dog. <laughs> it seems like being able to turn into a bat would help you get away with crimes going wrong, right? Hey, you know, look, at, look at this way. Look at it this way. If I was a vampire, I'd be spend my immor- immortality trying to get in to owning the Red Cross. I just constantly just keep buying stock until I own the fucking company, <laughs> and then just I just go into fucking it. blood vaults anytime I want. You could get a job there and steal the blood. Like it, yeah, but you're that, rich. That'd be step one. That'd be step one, I think. You know, it wouldn't take long at all to get hired by the Red Cross, and then you got access to blood, and you're good to go. Yeah, but you get you fired that far. way. You want to slowly work yourself up the chain. You know, you got <laughs> three hundred years to do it. Uh, the, the county, the county coroner. There you go. <laughs> no, I'm thinking it through. You don't imagine. need the Red Cross at all. You could start, you know, your own blood donor thing. It could be a scam. Motherfuckers be looking at you stupid. You've been ready to retire. You look like you're 25. <laughs> yeah, you need to get new jobs every so often. Oh yeah, and I don't think... Dude, the way the vampires heal, I'm going to guess AIDS is not a problem. Well, can vampires get drunk? Like if can, can vampires get drunk? Like if they suck blood from a drunk person, would they get drunk? If one sucked off of me when I was in Florida, <laughs> they would have died. <laughs> Lightweight vampires. Yeah. Yep. I don't think vampires can get drunk. Huh? There's something to do yes. with their metabolism. I'm trying to remember. I saw a movie just recently where uh, the guy couldn't get drunk. I think he was a vampire. 
something to do with it. he lived forever, he healed, and he couldn't get drunk. So, so there's your answer. I wonder, wonder if they get like kidney stones and shit. <laughs> do vampires get constipated? I mean, if they can't get drunk. Oh, I just knew Wings was it was headed that way, right? <laughs> oh, man. It, it, it couldn't be long, right? <laughs> uh, oh, Wings, you have another topic? Oh wait, you know what? I want to hear from you, and I know you touched on it already. Battlefield 3 or Modern Warfare 3? Which one will you be playing in uh, November? November? Modern Warfare 3? More money in it. How about December? Yeah, all right, take away. (laughs) All right, right, let let me change the question then. If you were not on YouTube, which game do you think you'd be playing? Battlefield 3. Really? I prefer Battlefield over Modern Call of Duty. I've always have. Even today? Even today, I'd rather but play Bad Company other than Black Ops. Like I know you don't love Medal of Honor. I didn't say Medal of Honor. I know, I know. I consider it in the series. I took I took that game back after about three days. Also, I didn't take it back because I wanted to get on the beta team. So yeah, I I rarely return games, and and I just got lucky on that one. I, I didn't take it back, and I'm I'm happy that I didn't. Headlock. Oh my god. <clears throat> Huh. So I, 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 you know, this time of year, I'm always super excited about the next Call of Duty. It feels like they've fixed all the problems of uh, of the previous <laughs> Call of Duty, right? Like, you know, uh, it always feels like that. But here, here's yeah. the thing: thinking back at it at this point, there's not too much I really could complain about with Black Ops, other than I just get tired of playing it. You know, Black Ops is better than people say. You know, they all oh, this game is boring, this and that. Here's what I would do differently on Black Ops. And I love that they pulled away stopping power, but they should have buffed every gun to make them behave like they were stopping power. I think that see, would make no, the game more fun. No, see, you I, I think they should bring back stopping power and Juggernaut. I would see, love that they bring Juggernaut back. Because, look, everybody complained, a lot of people complained about the sniping in MW2. Well, if you'd had Juggernaut, you know... You know, hurt me a bit. You know that would have. You got. You got to have that balance. People will complain about Jug then. It, people forget how much commentators complained about COD Four. You know, it, I remember Blaine Truth. Now I love Blaine Truth. This isn't meant to be a dig in the slightest. But he made T-shirts that said like F frag times three. Or, no, it was no frag times three. You know, with the circle and the slash yeah. in the middle. Uh, frag times three. People talked about all the time, and and, and they were right. Like. So, long-time PKAS listeners have heard me say this before. For me, in a single-player game, the capital sin, the mortal sin that, that you can't forgive is when I don't know what to do next. I hate running around maps lost, not sure what to do. In Bioshock, it makes me mad when I have to find pieces of the big daddy suit just roaming around the map until I stumble on them. Like I think that's a sucky game mechanic. In multiplayer, the mortal sin, the thing that I can't forgive is when I die and it's not my fault. An example of that is like what some people call Zeus grenades, right? You know, they just throw them across the map in the general direction of your spawn and they explode right on your feet and there's you didn't do anything wrong. You know, it wasn't like you ran a bad route and just What about martyrdom on fucking shipment while you're trying to rush? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, well, that's not a bad. That's a good example, actually. Martyrdom. Um, you know, sometimes martyrdom was just inescapable. Like even a perfect person could not get away from this grenade, and and it was heat seeking, right? It, I, I killed a guy who was like jumping out a window on crash, and the grenade pops up through the window and chases me and kills me. And it's like son of a gun. You know, like what are you supposed to do there? And uh, um, so you know, COD Four was a great game. <clears throat> But it wasn't a perfect game, and people think it was. You know, they, they act like weapon balance in COD 4 was the most wonderful thing in the world. But no, no, the M16 no, and you, the MP5, yeah. they were the best you had, guns. You, you had your overpowered weapons in every game, really. But what, mm-hmm. what I want is to quit making all this junk. I want a separate game. I want a multiplayer-only game on dedicated servers and just be multiplayer. You know, I, I had a video on my channel a while back where you know I said, look, Divide this stuff up. I'll pay sixty bucks for a game that's multiplayer only, and let's you know put all your focus, all your efforts in this one disc. Take the single player out, the zombies out, and put more stuff in this game as a multiplayer, and get give me dedicated servers, and I'll pay for it every month. You know? See, I, yeah. I'm in that position too. Like I, I would pay for dedicated servers, but I'm in that. Uh, I was going to say I'm top 1%. I didn't mean to say I'm in the best 1% of players, but I'm in the most active, you know? Like, I play this a lot. The game means more to me than it means to most people. So I would pay for dedicated servers. But if I was, like, their consultant trying to help Treyarch, I don't think I'd recommend dedicated servers. I think most people wouldn't pay. Yeah, look at it like this way. Say you lose half your fan base, but the other half pays 5 bucks a month. Well, they've already made up for the other half you lost. Probably, but I bet you as a YouTuber don't want that. How about this? If Call of Duty announced... Well, I look at it this way. As me as a YouTuber, my fan base is in the is in the percentage of the people that would pay. I think we'd lose... I think a lot of guys would go to another game. And I'll go the other way, too. Like, um, Left 4 Dead. I like Left 4 Dead. I think it's a cool game. Uh, I, I, I've played it more than, than most. You know, I played it a lot back in the day. I like that I can still pop in there and play it. If I had a subscription for Left 4 Dead just to keep the thing active, like I would hate that. You know that 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 wouldn't be cool to me. Yeah, but Left 4 Dead and Call of Duty are two different monsters. Yeah, they I'm gonna are. tell you right now. If 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 Activision came out and said, "Okay, we're making Zombies a standalone game," I think it would outsell Battlefield 3. Just just the Call of the Dead, you know, the zombie part as a standalone mm-hmm. game. That's interesting. It wouldn't well, outsell you- Modern Warfare 3. But that's not what you said. You said Battlefield 3, and I'm thinking yeah. it might. You like, know why? I wouldn't bet against you. Okay. Why do people buy the map packs? Is it really for the zombies. maps or the zombies? I buy them for the maps myself, but it's yeah. mostly zombies. 90% like- probably buy them for the zombies. And the map packs aren't cheap either. This, they don't have a fourth one drop, I think, in August. Is that's I heard a I- rumor about that. Is that confirmed? Yeah, yeah it's going to happen. So, and what are, what does a map pack cost? Like what, fifteen dollars, right? You know, times that by four, then, you know, there you go. So. Wow, redneck with the brilliant insight. Yeah, and that's I, I oh I hope that the next zombie. One of the things I was that they did well in the current zombies map is it's not dark. Like yeah. I'm getting tired of like d- map designs to make me suicidal. Like I'm just yeah. done with it. You know. It, it, yeah, like the idea of the black and white map with the big ass centrifuge in the middle of it. 
Oh my god, that was a terrible black and white. Like like their maps weren't ugly enough. You know, they had to make them black and white before they made them gray and something. Like it, that was just a terrible idea. But um, the Shangri La map, they they corrected that. You know, there's some yeah. green, there's some foliage. It's better, and I'm I'm so glad they did. I hope they do it again. So, well, which zombie map was it? Maybe it was on a previous game. The one that had the uh, shit, like the swamp. The the swamp. Yeah, is that what it was? Mm-hmm. That was probably my favorite one. I don't play zombies enough to have a favorite. Mm. <sighs> so they're wanting us to discuss the Norway incident. What is I, that? Oh, surely you know. The, the guy went on that murderous rampage in a youth camp over in Norway. I've no. not heard of it. Really? Wow, really? It was major news. So, um... Uh, Shucks, what know. to say, you know, I hate to get something wrong. I know people are sensitive yeah. about this and I don't want to screw it up. But um here's here's what I think I know. Um, there was a guy, he was a native of Norway, he was a blonde haired Christian, and Norway apparently has a, a pretty good influx of Muslims now, right? You know, the the country is diversifying to some extent. And he was really, really against that. And um, his way of dealing with it was to go on a murderous rampage. He blew up a bomb. He dressed as a police officer, and he killed a bunch of people on an island. And uh, no one's looking at the negative side of it, but Norway's a little slow to respond to this. Um, they had to get a boat over to the island, and the first they loaded up like a SWAT team on this boat, and it was too heavy because the boat started to take on water. So they waited <laughs> for like a better boat to come along, like a bigger one, so they could all go over. And <laughs> So, um, um, uh, give me one second. I'm going to ban somebody. I apologize. This motherfucker got over a hundred? <laughs> so, um, they, uh, um, they, they, they had to wait for a better boat. And I'm thinking, uh, they might not have known at the time, but I'm like, sack up, you know, send six guys over, see what you can do. You know, if you can't roll in a team of 36, someone on a murderous rampage, like I would go. But um, I bet Wings would go, too. I bet Wings would be like, oh, I've been waiting my whole life for this. <laughs> you have the advantage. Yeah. You have the advantage of surprise against them. You can send two guys to take yeah. care of one dude. Well, they didn't know how many dudes there were at the time. But Hell, send FPS Russia. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> so, um, uh, anyway, uh, so they, they went over on a boat and they uh, eventually caught the guy. He's still alive. And he wrote a 1,500-page manifesto, which I have not read. But um, it uh, the general gist of it is... And I'm going to get in trouble for saying this. He is like the byproduct of Fox News. Like, you know, these guys who are like right-wing Christian, anti-immigration, you know, murderous rampage guys. And, um, uh, yeah, so that's... You say he's still alive? Was. Oh, yeah, he's still alive. They so, um, <clears throat> they caught him. He, they're, they're, they're going to put him on trial. He's going to be guilty. You know, that, that, that's the deal. But, um... <laughs> it's funny the stream is so split some of the guys are like f fox news some of the guys are like f woody some of the guy right you know they're called morons like you know i called them fox news viewers and they're like no they're morons um <laughs> so it's all split tread tread lightly oh he pleaded not guilty but he probably pleaded not guilty to have a longer um uh, trial because i know that uh, one of the his priorities is getting his message out there he wants people to know why he did it he, he's called his own actions I think atrocious but necessary. Like that's how he describes what he did over there. Unnecessary and, evil. Yeah, I think necessary evil, atrocious but necessary evil. 
And uh, his objective was to sort of show his dissatisfaction with Muslims coming into his country. That was his So deal. basically the guy was like a suicide bomber that, that failed on the suicide part. No, I think he was just trying to get a message across. Um, generally, when they convey messages like this, they don't really care about their own life anymore. It, I'd go so far as <laughs> say it's a publicity stunt, to be perfectly honest. That's that's not too far from the vibe that I'm getting to. Like, it, a publicity stunt makes it sound minor. But, you know, part of his, his goal in killing people was to bring attention to his cause. And, well, see, uh, I have a problem with innocent people getting killed. No doubt. You know? Who doesn't have yeah. <laughs> Oh, really? You're that's, not that's, with that? It just rubs <laughs> me wrong, you know? I'm just saying. <laughs> go shoot some Muslims. Hey, you know, that's the problem. I, I guess I'm hardened from actually liking history, but... When I read like 100 people died, I think, oh, okay. It's it's not like it's the first time it's ever happened. So I, I just look for the underlying meaning for everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. motherfuckers roll buses in like India <clears throat> and kill over 100 people. Yeah, but there's other ways to get a message out other than For free. sure. Well, you could right. have bought an ad in the paper. Let, let me ask you this. <laughs> How many ads can you buy in that paper that's going to get the same effect as shooting 100 I mean, people? He it's on probably it's on England, United States. It's in other countries. Yeah, but there's other ways to get it out. Like he could have formed a group, and they could have. He could have made a Facebook. Fan. When's the last time you bought a Bono CD? I could go this way, Wayne. Um, what happened is Norway responded in the opposite way that the U.S. responded. Right? The U.S. like Norway, so. Here's what Norway said: uh, the answer to this is not less democracy; it's more democracy. We're going to continue to do this. We're going to continue to have our freedom and our free press, etc. America went straight to the Patriot Act. You know, we're like, all right, we want to start tapping phones. We want to start, you know, invading privacy. We want to start, you know, in, improving our law enforcement authority. Like that's what the U.S. did. Norway is like, you know, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to, um, you know, go the other way. We're not going to take away personal freedoms and things like that. You know, we're not going to treat everyone like a terrorist because we had a terrorist. So it's like the country pushed back against his ideas. If anything, they're further from where he wanted them to be afterwards than they were before. That's great. You can't, you can't walk around scared all your life in fear of dying. I know one thing. Nor- Norway needs to get their money up. That Connor ain't worth shit. But what's not worth anything? That Norwegian Connor. Oh, okay. That must be their. I don't even know that Connor was their their dollar. Hey, I here's another part of it. Right. They're um. He. I, I don't know if he said it or or what, but it's gotten out that he was a Call of Duty player. Maybe he's a fan, Wings. Like, Uh-oh. I mean, <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> but oh, um, uh, I think Call of Duty has nothing to do with this, to be perfectly honest. But mm-hmm. somebody's going to bring it up and make this big deal. What's that damn lawyer's name that always does this shit? I'm not thinking of who you're thinking of. But they're saying uh, that he trained playing Call of Duty. Now, I don't know what he's saying. How the fuck do you train to car bomb somebody playing Call of Duty? Uh, you dude, know, you throw the I C4 through throw, the window? I, Everyone knows that. I shoot a car like six times. It blows up and... It creates a massive hellfire. It's called a triple Ferrari. Here's what you do. For life. It's been good in COD Ford. You know, on the map, crash, knife the window, throw C4 in the passenger seat. When you hear you're losing alpha, blow up the car. You can train for this. <laughs> Call of Duty is a perfect, realistic, modern combat simulator. No, I'm just goofing. But in um, 
in uh, Australia, it, the, the, uh, the notion's actually getting traction. Like, in the U.S., you don't really hear too much about, you know, well, he's a Call of Duty player, we need to attack Call of Duty. Like, I, I think Americans generally think that idea is preposterous at the moment. It, it's about as ridiculous as saying, you know, it this kid misbehaves because of that gosh darn rock and roll music. You know, that, like, <laughs> who says that anymore? But um, uh, in Australia, that idea actually does have a lot of traction. And they yeah, still I'm, do I'm ban kill games. A dog and, tomorrow, Woody, because Marilyn Manson told me to in a song he wrote about 14 years ago <laughs> yeah right like that just doesn't happen like no one says like oh my gosh kids are gonna start doing uh ah oh, i heard some metallica of, like, on the way home today yeah. i'm going to machine gun rampage yeah oh i was gonna say jitterbug i was going 50s i was like yeah it's that damn jitterbug it has all the kids you know jumping around acting crazy so that's disaffecting the youth <laughs> but it's been a long time since anyone's blamed video games or rock and roll music in, in the U.S. for bad behavior. Like, I think that idea just doesn't have the same traction that it once did. But in Australia, it really does. And there are gamers over there who are like, gosh darn. Like, every time in the I, U.S., the suddenly the, the anti-gun guys will come out in the U.S. when a bad gun incident happens. Like, if someone were to go to McDonald's with an AK-47, you know your AK's at risk. Like, the, the, the anti-gun guys are going to use this as leverage. And they might even have some, some Dude, success with it. Australia can even have semi <laughs> I know. But um, in Australia, that's where the, the anti-video game people are right now. Like, they can actually have some level of, uh, of traction and, and success by say, blaming games on an incident like this. It makes you wonder, what the hell did, like, these Outback guys that, live, that, that, that you know, basically survive <laughs> in the Outback actually use? You can't have semi-automatic pistols or rifles. That's Didn't you ever watch Crocodile Dundee? Yeah, that's not <laughs> that, a knife. <laughs> that's a knife. <laughs> I mean, a knife, a knife is a very important tool for survival, yes, but what are you going to fuck around with when you got like a uh, fucking pack of coyotes coming at you? Or the dingoes. They're dingoes in Australia, aren't they? Yeah, dingoes. Dingoes or fucking rabid kangaroos. I don't know if they're... <laughs> <laughs> you never hear about people getting attacked by, you know, they packs of rabid kangaroos. What the fuck little Joey's coming up here kicking your head in? <laughs> but the fact is, uh, that country has, like, no weapons. Mm. Uh, even though I mean, they did serve, what did they use in World War Two? I just had to look it up. Do you know what a group of kangaroos is called? Um, no, but I'm sure you're going to Kids? Nope. It's a mob. A which, mob? <laughs> yeah. A, a group of kangaroos is called a mob. This is actually pretty dangerous. I think you do need a gun for this. Here comes what, a dangerous mob, the angry imagine mob. Imagine being a, attacked by a rabid mob. Mm. <laughs> the, the little kids are called joeys, right? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Oh, the baby kangaroo in the front pouch. Yeah. Yeah, the baby kangaroo. The little toy. You sent me a link. Let's see what it says. Oh, an 85 year lady got bashed by a kangaroo two days ago. This is from a guy from Australia. It says it's in the newspaper. So, eighty-five-year-old lady got killed by a kangaroo. Damn! Really? That sucks. <laughs> oh man! But did they arrest the kangaroo? 
<laughs> so we're about 90 minutes in. Let's wrap this up with one last question. Are you ready for this? Yes. I'm going to start with Redneck. Uh-oh. Hypothetically, you're, everyone's a girl in this question. Would you r- rather get pregnant by your dad or your brother? Go. <gasps> My brother, he's better looking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> honest question, honest answer. No, my dad's real short. Like I'm tall, but my dad's like real short. So you I put way too much salt into it. I love that he's totally going for the hot one. He's like, yeah, my dad. I don't know. He's got hair on his back. Yeah. Like I'm not really into him. I could, I can just picture like my hands around his shoulders, yeah. and I'm just no, no. I don't want to scrub, you know. <laughs> you know, like I, I was going a whole different route with it. Wings, dad or brother? Dad. Mm. You want the reason why, huh? Oh, for sure. Uh, um, mainly because he's probably uh, one. He's probably a one hit quitter. <laughs> oh god! And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just fucked the straight. He fucked right on off after he realized oh, okay. I was pregnant. Okay. Mm. <laughs> All right. Um, well, since what, we're going that route. I'm going to choose my dad because he probably can't get it up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, dad. I'm totally going brother. And, uh, you know, as much as I've made fun of you guys, I think my answer might be sicker. I just feel like, you know, the age difference would ruin it. And, uh, you know, you and your brother are going to have, like, a similar experience level. You and your brother are going to have... I don't know, like like it could just be a, a better experience. And, and you both kind of scratch your heads afterwards and say, yeah, that was a mistake, I guess. But you're in the same boat. You have like a same level of responsibility for what just went down. When you're with your dad, yuck, yuck. Oh, hang you on, know, time out then. now. All right, the, the real question should be in the relationship, are you going to be the fucker or the fucky? I was just thinking well, like... The you get, girl in this if question because you're, your you're brother, getting pregnant. You could talk about going and peeing on the stick. Mm. What's what was that, Wings? So, like, when you're with your brother, do you talk about going and peeing on the stick? I think you do. I think you do. You're in mm. it together. You're in it together. <laughs> <laughs> I might move away from my hometown and oh, just pretend that you know we were ex-boyfriend and girlfriend, and you know raise the kid like you know two people might. You know, a relationship didn't work out, but you yeah, both like parents. some hillbillies from Virginia. Or Alabama. Wait, wait, wait. Leave Virginia <laughs> alone. in Alabama. You're they thinking of West Virginia. <laughs> All right, guys. So that was Painkiller Already, episode 63. I hope you enjoyed. Yeah.